Welcome to another episode of Kicking It with Coach Red, where we break down all your favorite teams from the Pacific North Fresh, from the good to the bad to the Mariners. And with you, as always, it's your boy, me, Coach Red. You can find me on Twitter at the real Coach Red, and my trusty sidekick, partner in crime, is here as well. You know him, the left hander. From the bullpen, Lefty France is in the building. You can find him on Twitter, at Lefty France. Lefty France. Give it a follow. Yeah, give us those follows, guys. We uh, Hit us up on Twitter. We love the follows. We're coming out with some fire content, lots of gifts, lots of puns. We're, <laughs> we're here to please. So um, – before we get into this episode specifically, we've got a quick shout out to our number one fan, aka Denise. Denise. Denise in the house. For all your late night listens, let our soft and sultry voices just take you deep into slumber. <laughs> we got your back, Denise. But enough, enough about the fanfare. Let's hop into what everyone wants to hear about and for us in this episode it is going to be talking about your undefeated seattle sounders top of the western conference in major league soccer aka the mls i'm gonna do a quick shout out here to alexi lawless and tell him he can suck it (laughs) uh before the season started Seattle's playing the Minnesota Loons. And before that uh, opening day, he was doing a breakdown of what he thought the league was going to go for. And I think he had LAFC at the top, Portland Timbers, number two, Minnesota Loons, number three, and your Seattle Sounders sitting at fourth. Currently your Seattle Sounders are in first place. Uh, Number one, Minnesota is near the, bottom of the table you've got portland being weird down there in the bottom also (laughs) shout out to one of my texts that i sent out during the late comeback to get the win instead of the draw with the portland uh timbers where i said portland tippers can suck it stay weird portland (laughs) so shout out to them for being at the bottom of the table lafc is doiling around in the middle but your seattle sounders are sitting there at the top of the division lefty france give me some backstory on how and why they're at the top of the table well first they're uh leading the league in goals and assists both at 14 that is just ultimate team ball team that you can't get you can't ask for anything better than that, honestly. Uh they they've got five wins, two draws, zero losses. That's so only yeah. undefeated team in the Western Conference. That is right. One of three unbeatens in the uh MLS, but those two teams combined wins is the same as the Sounders. So Sounders are at the top. And yeah, their goals for 
they have 14. And goals against, they have three over seven games total. Which three puts them at second for goals conceded. The only team with less goals conceded is Orlando at two. That is correct. Yeah, and they, like like you said, Coach Red, they're leading the Western Conference, and they're leading the MLS in points at 17. So you can't ask for much much more than that right now. The, the Atlanta game on Sunday hurt my heart a little bit. Late penalty kick for yeah, Joseph Martinez that uh, pulled them into a draw scenario after Rui Diaz scores a beautiful header in the first 10 minutes right i was watching that with a buddy of mine who's a big sounders fan and right before that corner came in i was just about to say you know what i really don't like is jao paulo's corners (laughs) because nico ladero puts in such a pretty ball and has led to many of goals and Jao Paulo hadn't been on the end of a corner that resulted in a goal. And right when I was about to say it puts in a beautiful ball, Rui Diaz comes in with a slick header and I still spoke my piece, but also uh, reserved that for a different time. It was set up perfectly. Honestly, that, that corner was, it was beautiful. Can't, can't ask for much more. So why don't we go ahead, since if we're talking about this team that is so good, why don't we take a little trip and go visit the Stat Kings for your Seattle Sounders? And Stat Kings. It's trending on Twitter now. Yes. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about what everyone loves. Goals are sexy. Let's start off with goals. So let's let's start off with the goal scorer supreme and that's Raul Rui Diaz who's sitting at six goals through seven games, which currently ranks him second standalone in the MLS behind Chicharito from the LA galaxy. And they've got a couple other guys with multiple goals as well. Brad Smith, who was, uh, was a center back on the left side, mainly playing defense, working that overlapping now that he's been able to play more in that forward spot is sitting at three goals, two headers. Be rad. We'll take it. And then Freddie Montero scored in the home opener on his comeback tour, which we already talked about in the first episode, put it chipped in another one later in the year. So he's only played in five games, dealt with a little bit of an injury, but he's sitting at two goals in five games and has not played one full game has always come in uh, off the bench. So that is pretty good stat to have coming off the bench. Instant, instant offense. When you're bringing a guy like Freddie Montero off the bench. Exactly. Then we go to the guys that make all that happen. We go to the guys that are assisting them. So, Right now, the Sounders have a guy that's tied for first in the MLS with assists, and that is Jao Paulo, or as I recently <laughs> learned, it's Jao Paulo Miro, which it was. I can I didn't believe it. I didn't want to believe it, but now I know, and it's it's here to stay. And haunting. He's sitting there at four through seven games, which is tied for the top of the league. And then the Sounders also have another guy that has more than one assist, and that is Alex Roldan clocking in at two. But 
Lefty, I know you talked about only conceding three goals through seven games. And with that, you're looking at a team that hasn't given up a lot of goals, only three, and they have never conceded more than two goals in one game. So out of your five games, I'm going to cheat a little bit. Stefan Fry has four of those with an asterisk. We'll get to that later. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, Stefan Cleveland with a bunch of Stefans in the goal. Stefan Cleveland, uh, clean sheet in his first start in a few years and almost had one except for the PK that came late in that Atlanta game this last Sunday. That was and a tough situation for Brad. It was tough. And then we're going to go to the asterisk of the other sounder that has a clean sheet. And that is Alex Roldan because uh, Stefan Fry got injured late in the game past the last substitution window. So Alex Roldan had to finish out the last five or so minutes in goal. I think he actually recorded a save. So he ended up getting the clean sheet in that game because, because it was a shutout. That's an athlete right there. That's an athlete. The Roldan, like we will get more and more in depth on the Roldan brothers here as we go along, but it's pretty impressive. And especially being able to block a goal that late in the game is something that has shown the versatility of these sounders. And before we, before we talk about how much versatility they have, um, we're going to dive into some surprises and disappointments. Um, good news is always best served last. So we'll go with the disappointments and lefty France. What is your big disappointment so far for the Seattle? I know it's going to be tough to find, but what's your biggest disappointment so far for the Sounders? I mean, so right now I would say the biggest disappointment could, would be the, uh, the injuries. I mean, losing Stephen Fry right now, that's a huge piece for us. And he's just a stud in goal. And I mean, Cleveland's been doing well, but it'd just be nice to see him get back there. Um, he's been out the last two full games. And then, like you were saying, went out late in the game before that. So it, it we just need him back. And then we got Nico Ladero. He's only played about 15 minutes total, which would like to see him get some more more minutes in there, uh, get those legs, the blood flowing. Can, um, can we frame this for the fans real quick? All right. So last year, your studs of the team were Christian Roldan, Raul Ruiz Diaz, Jordan Morris, Stefan Fry. Right now, you've Missed Stefan Fry for two full games. Jordan Morris was on loan towards ACL. Hasn't played a minute. Rui Diaz has, has been healthy. And Nico Ladero through seven games has played 15 minutes. And your team is undefeated and leading the MLS in goals. Impressive. That is insane. To think. Yeah. Even with the injuries, how well they're playing is insane. And we laid it out in the first episode. One of the things was how were these people going to fit together? The new guys starting in new roles throughout the season. And I don't think you, for this group of players that you could have asked for a better start to the season with the 
the guys that you are now missing with Ladero, Morris, Roman Torres to an extent, Kelvin Leardon, not on the team anymore. Yeah. And you're sitting there going, what is going on? I love every second of it. <laughs> yeah. You get a little frustrating, but I love it. Green machine. Green machine. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, and then the last injury we got is uh, Josh Atencio. Um, he's he only played in the first two games, and yeah, hasn't played since. But right now, those are kind of the three key injuries that we have, and I'd say the injuries are the biggest disappointment that the Sounders have had right now, and they're looking good. So get those guys back and be looking even better. Couldn't agree more. Let's go to my my area of disappointment. And um, it's a younger player. He's been on the Sounders now. I believe this is his third year. And that's Ariaga. And it's tough for me to say this because there are a lot of games where I think it's Javier Ariaga has played extremely well and just he's a younger guy plays in their backline defense and before before we go any further listen me and lefty are not soccer guys we didn't grow up playing soccer so if we flub sixth grade up, maybe for a little bit <laughs> i'm like first and second grade schoolyard like yeah that's i would not say i'm you run around and kick the ball and i was a pretty pretty good goal scorer back then yeah. <laughs> But I digress. So if we flub <laughs> up any of these terminologies where these guys are at, don't add us or do add us at yeah. the real coach red at lefty. lefty France. But do it with Ariaga. He plays uh, central defense for the Sounders. Didn't start in the opener, and oh no, he did start in the opener. He hasn't started every game though. But he's a guy that has the potential to play extremely well. I've seen games where he plays extremely well, but there are other times where he just makes a bonehead pass out of the defensive third or just has a terrible touch that goes right to the opposing team that almost inevitably turns into a goal-scoring opportunity very fast. He was another guy that used to be – very heavy on the yellows and according to lefty france from his research earlier today he's still doing a good job of picking up those yellow cards loves to see the ref hold up his yeah. hold up the arm boom ref <laughs> show it show me that yellow Luckily, what's his favorite it color it hasn't hurt them yet his favorite yeah. color is probably it's not red <laughs> definitely not red probably rave green <laughs> yeah but Second favorite is yellow. Yellow. <laughs> so I he's had some good games, but every about once or twice a match when he's in there, it's just an ill-advised touch by him that inevitably leads to an opportunity for the opposing team. And it's a it's a guy, I think he's only like 24, 25. So he's still young in the MLS game. And this is only year three for him, I believe, over in the MLS for the Sounders and has played well defensively for them in the past. But he's one of those guys that can sit there, make a play, makes you scratch your head, 
and makes you hold your breath immediately after a bad touch happens. But enough with the disappointments because legitimately a guy that has some questionable touches in the defensive third when you've only given up three goals and none are attributed to him, that's a pretty good segment for disappointments. Let's go to our surprises. And Lefty, I know that you have been itching to talk about this guy. Um, Hit us with it right about meow. Yeah, the surprises right now, I mean, Rudy Diaz is a huge surprise. Same with uh, Brad, my guy, Brad Smith. Brad, Brad Smith, Smith before this year, zero goals in the yeah. MLS. Zero. He, he's got three right now. I mean, it's just a huge piece for them, and they are obviously performing well with him playing at his best. And so I would definitely say he's a big surprise for us. I mean, going from zero goals to tied for eighth right now, I believe. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, it's awesome to see. And you just got to be a fan. I'm going to, I'm going to riff off you here for a second, because in years past uh, this year, the Sounders, because of no Jordan Morris have kind of changed their form on the field. But without having that, without having a Nico Ladera, we'll see how that looks when he's inserted back in the starting lineup when he's fully healthy. But having Nuhu and Brad Smith both playing on the same side now because basically it was Brad Smith would start, Nuhu would come in later in the game. Nuhu would start, Brad Smith would come in. Having them both playing on the same side, I think, and letting Brad Smith be in that attacking third more often than not has helped this team immensely because I feel like the balls that Brad Smith is putting in the box, even on the crosses, have been immaculate. And Nuhu, as much as I think he wants to be an offensive player, where he makes his paper and gets his teriyaki, spicy <laughs> teriyaki, is on the defensive yaki. third. And without having to have that backline guy overlap, which like both of them had to do in previous years, they're staying fresher. But Nuhu has been an absolute pest in the back third. And it wasn't last this last weekend against Atlanta, but the game before that, which I think think was the San Jose earthquake. He's playing with guys in the back third, a guy sitting there with him with the ball and knew who legitimately is one-on-one in the back third and back kicks a ball out of play. And the announcers are sitting there saying like, that takes a lot of balls to do that. And it takes a lot of skill and your presence on the field and knew who is that flashy type of player. And I think that, since he doesn't have to go forward as much as he has had to in years past, that it really lends him to being a better defender and being that bully. He's a bigger body guy on the back end. So, I mean, the combo of those two playing on the same side has been a huge surprise for me and has really changed the dynamic of the defensive and offensive attack for the Seattle Sounders, for sure. For sure. Yeah. They, you can just see it in their record. Like they're just playing great, great team ball. They have a good 
chemistry to, together. And so it's just, it's paying off. I love it. I'm going to, I'm going to go to my surprise, which is the guy that was cut last year. It was one of my key guys to the Seattle Sounders, whether he would step up and do his new role, taking over for Kelvin Leardham. And that is Alex Roldan. Um, Second on the team in assists, like I said earlier, with two, has one clean sheet technically, <laughs> and it and has just been playing great ball because I think with him coming, like being Christian Roldan's brother, uh, moving to the Seattle area, they're originally from Los Angeles, playing his ball at Seattle U, getting drafted by the Sounders, getting cut last year and being re-signed when Kelvin Leardom got hurt. Alex Roldan was a big question mark for me going into the year, whether he could take over that spot. He played it well in the playoffs last year and actually unseated Kevin Learham when he was healthy for one of their playoff games. Um, but he has just played extremely well offensively and defensively. He's become that all-around player. He's, he's performing a lot more like his brother Christian, who is the ultimate heavy defense, heavy offense gives good touches it's it's the roll dans that you want to see and mm -hmm. i think they're trying to roll dan the world <laughs> i love it he's also leading the league in uh interceptions at 22 i mean so. that what that just shows his yeah as we said in our first sounders episode now i said it about christian and i'm gonna say it about alex and i'm gonna say it about christian again later in this episode <laughs> but roll downs might be Spanish for stud yeah. or stud muffin. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know because those two are playing out of their mind right now for, for a center midfielder like Christian is like, what we're, I'm going to get to the, I'm going to go right now. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it now. Christian Roldan was left off the U S men's national team uh, picture for the next window that's coming up because they've got one more game this Sunday, then have a break for the international play window and Christian Roldan was left off of the U S men's national team roster. And he's been on it often on it in the past, but he's still a younger guy. He plays extremely sound offensively and defensively. The last time he was on the U S men's national team got a start, then got sent down because they wanted to bring in a bunch of other guys like the older guys, because they were playing, for a meaningful game so that he was younger at the time comes back to the Sounders later that week and gets a hat trick. The yeah. dude is a stud. Yes. He is. Are studs. They are. And I will, I will stop and start right there. I literally have in my notes that I, all I have is just been a stud for the Sounders. Stud. Yes. That, it literally just sums him up like he he's doing it all for him and it may not show on the goal score or anything like that it's but it's, yeah it's, it's sound i've i've heard that out i've read an article that said out of the central midfielders in mls right now through seven games that christian Roldan could could be the mvp of the league at central midfield and he doesn't have those splash stats to to show it but here's here's a key one so the sounders are sitting there in a in a tied match a ball balls in the attacking third 
defenders getting into it lazy. Christian Roldan goes shoulder to shoulder with him right before the ball gets to the end line. Out of nowhere, the guy's lazy playing it, puts it in the box. Um, Rui Diaz ends up getting fouled, gets a PK. They ended up taking the league, taking the lead and winning, winning the match. And it was all predicated on effort and talent by Christian Roldan. Yep. And it's it's insane that something as little as winning one ball at the end line when someone's not expecting it can lead to a win. But that's just the kind of player he is. He is that dirty, grimy, put his nose in the dirt, like let's let's go win soccer. Like, we're going to go do it. <laughs> yeah. I'll fire it over to you, Lefty. Any more any more big surprises for you for this this Sounders team? Uh, I mean, I brought Rui Diaz up. He's not really a huge surprise that he's playing well, but it's also awesome to see him playing well again and continue to play well. It's, it, you'd think as you get older, you kind of digress, but not for, not for Rui Diaz. It, it's just increasing and he's just getting better as he ages. And I think that's awesome. Raul Radius, like a fine wine. Yes. It's better with age. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Perfect it's, way to put it. it. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a 20, 27 year aged Peruvian. <laughs> Well, I got I got one more surprise for me, and that that's got to be the defense. You've only conceded three goals. You've had two different guys starting in goal this year. They each have a clean sheet, and I think that plays a lot into their defensive backfield. Like like I said earlier, Nuhu has been an absolute stud on the defensive end. He's a bigger body guy, and he can bully people around. Another guy that is a bigger body guy that has played well back there is Yamar. Yamar is another guy that is bullying guys on the back line. Ariaga hit or, hit or miss for me at times, but when he's on, he's great. And then you got O'Neal back there as well. It's been playing well. And Alex Roldan, he, early in the season, his defense was a little lackluster for me, but it has really stepped up later in the year, and he's really becoming that complete player. And Christian Roldan, Joe Paulo can both float back to that defensive third when needed, but that whole unit – through seven games to only concede three goals is amazing. I mean, it's second in the league and to couple that with the offensive output. Let's just put like 14 goals. That's averaging two a game. Yeah. That's the Sounders crazy. have scored at minimum one goal a game in seven games. Mm-hmm. They've had a four in the, in the home opener. They've had a couple ones, but I mean, to be on that, if they can hold that pace, they're going to win, I believe it's called the Supporters' Shield for most goals scored for the year and most points for. I mean, the Sounders are – and you're doing this so shorthanded. Yeah. Like, like Jordan Morris is a, is a fixture on the U.S. men's national team now. Not on your team. Yeah. Like, Nico Ladero – is now a constant performer on the Argentinian national team. He has played 15 minutes. 
And then you see these step ups by these guys. I believe that like Jordy Lem, who's a little banged up right now, also plays on a national team. I think it's like Montenegro that he plays for. Okay. But like New Who <laughs> has stepped up so well that he has been um, added to the the Cameroon national team mm-hmm. out of Africa. And then you've got Raul Ruiz, where all he does is score goals wherever he goes. So guess what? He's on the Peruvian national team. So yeah. you've got at minimum five guys playing that are national team caliber and let's call it six because Christian Moldan is an absolute stud and should be on the U S men's national team. I'm not saying he should start, but he should be pushing for a starting spot in that center midfield for the U S men's national team. Yep. So lefty, I know that you've brought this guy up a few times, but in our first episode, we talked about, key players for the sounders and i think that you called out one guy you i think in the first episode you might have called it cheating that you're calling out this guy but is one of the guys that you called out just really stepping up and being a key player for the sounders i mean uh rui diaz is definitely doing that um shocker yeah yeah surprising i know um you know on Honestly, I saw he had he has 31 shots total, 12 on goal. The next That's a good closest, percentage. Yeah. The next closest is Brad Smith with 15 shots total and five five on goal. Wow. Isn't that a pretty that's a big jump? That's a but you want Rudy is taking the shots. Like he's strictly in there to score goals and he does it he does it at a very efficient rate yeah um i'll take that rate yeah but then i had a i put danny Leva on there um as he started it he started started one game one game yeah um he has 114 total minutes and one shot on goal i mean he didn't look great this last sunday but a couple of weeks ago, he came in and I thought he really brought life to the lineup. Great touches, great passes, put people in good positions. And I be- no, no, he did. He he was the assist to the assister. He put oh, yeah, a yeah. phenomenal ball forward up to, I believe it was Brad Smith. Mm-hmm. And Brad Smith put a phenomenal ball after that into the box for Rudy Diaz and Rudy Diaz just caps yep. it off with a nice goal, but that was all put together by a slick pass from your boy, Danny, Danny, Danny dimes, <laughs> Danny dimes. And then, yeah, I had uh Stephen Fry. I had him as another key player and I mean, he's showing it with, I mean, four clean sheets yeah out of, exactly. five, out of five matches he's played in yeah and then their their whole defense is just playing out of their minds three goals like three goals against it's it's awesome it's fun to watch i mean two two of my keys to the sounder season have paid off one has played about 15 minutes thanks nico ladero as being a key, a key <laughs> for me, but apparently right now we don't need you. Actually, we do need you. Please, Nico. Yes, come back, come back. Come back. But um, 
one guy I highlighted was Alex Robana being a key to this team. And like I've said a few times in this episode, you know, he's been playing well in the defensive third. He is second on the team in assists. He's just putting, he's just playing good football right now. Football playing good, good ball right now. And then my other guy was Freddie Montero with a little bit of nostalgia and having two goals in five games. And on those five games, he's probably only averaging about 20 minutes on the cap there. So if you're, if you extrapolate that out, two goals per a hundred minutes is a pretty solid amount of time. Yeah, that is for sure. So before we go too much further, I know that it is not Monday anymore, Lefty, but we're going to pretend it is and go man crush Monday for the Seattle Sounders. And I think that we might both be man crushing on the same guy. And he's not a guy that's filling up the stat sheet, but who is your man crush Monday for the Seattle Sounders. Christian rolled on. What a stud. He I hope that he changes like his Instagram bio and Twitter bio based off of this and says, Christian rolled on, you know, center midfielder for the Seattle Sounders, US men's national hopeful, ha- and stud. Certified stud. Certified. <laughs> Grade A. <laughs> Grade A stud. But, yeah, I mean, like like we've been talking about, he's just been doing it all for the, the Sounders, and he hasn't been filling up the stat sheet, but you don't need him to be doing that, obviously. Like, what he's doing right now is working and helping the Sounders be 5-2-0 and and leading the MLS in points and leading the Western Conference. You just you can't complain with his performance, and you do hope that he gets starts to fill up the stat sheet just to help his case a little bit more because people he just love to look at goal. that. Yeah, he, he does. I people think he love also to has an stats. assist. Ah, uh, yeah, I think so. I think he does. I mean, when you have fourteen goals and you've got one guy with four, one guy with two, that's eight more assists to go around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has one of them. <laughs> but yeah, what about you, Coach Red? Who, who you For got? Me, he he just does all the little things that you want to see out of a footballer. I mean, like we said multiple times, he's not filling up the stat sheet right now. He's not that splash player. But as I highlighted earlier. I mean, he had that play that directly led to a penalty that wouldn't have happened, and the Sounders would be 4-3-0 if it wasn't for Christian Oldon. Yeah. I mean, the guy is just killing it. And let me go back to my notes from the first game because I believe that I said something really good about Christian Oldon. You know, Sounders attacking early, Christian Oldon is setting in. And then, oh, yeah, this is where the stud thing came across. Mm-hmm. There was a crossing ball that Stephen Fry was off off his line. And a guy puts yeah. a ball in the box, and Christian Roldan flies in, kicks the ball out yep. somehow. It's an easy goal. And I said, Christian Roldan saves the day. 
what a stud yeah he's doing everything and it's not it's not sitting there and being those flashy highlight plays like the Rui Diaz goals he's got a couple of PKs it's not Brad Smith getting these slick headers not Jao Paulo who's in contention for goal of the year it's yeah. not Stephen Fry laying out. It's not Cleveland making these plays. It's not New Who pushing guys off the ball and and nutmegging guys yeah. and yellow cards because everyone's <laughs> frustrated with it. But Christian Roldan is doing everything that you want to see. He is the epitome of a glue guy for a team because you always need that glue guy that centers your entire team. Last game yeah. – He's wearing the captain's captain's arm sleeve. As he should. And, and even when Nico Ladero gets back, and I know that Le- Nico is extremely important to this team, but for what you've been able to do, you should have to rip that armband off of Christian's arm because he has been a steady guiding force for your Seattle Sounders for so many years, and I hope it's going to be for so many years to come. Yeah. Because – He's just a stud. <laughs> stud. Can't say it anymore. <laughs> but with the Sounders, we're sitting there. They've got um, another match coming up this Sunday against Austin FC. And then I think yeah. it's about a two or three week break. Yeah, they don't play till international June play. And Austin FC is. They're at the bottom. There at the bottom. So I'm hoping for a big, big day out of the Sounders this coming Sunday. Yeah. Starves up for all you Sounders fans. I don't Green care. Machine. I don't care Green if we've machine. got the purple haze uniforms on. I don't care if we're rolling rave green. I don't care if we're going whites. We will rock any or even like let's talk about the new kit, like the like the blue and orange. That's an interesting yeah. combo for them. And they've rocked the purple haze, the Jimmy Henry. I like the pro bags. Yeah, those are sweet. A buddy of mine sent me a photo of a guy that was at because knew who said if they win a match, he goes to his favorite teriyaki place in <laughs> Seattle and gets some spicy teriyaki, double rice, double meat. As, as, as <laughs> Loads a, up. And there was a guy that was rocking a number five jersey, which is new who. Yeah, and the name on the back was not new who it was teriyaki and the guy was in the purple haze uniform oh chomping my. down on some teriyaki shout out to that guy if, if that is legendary this podcast hit us up we'll throw you out there give you a little bit of cred but i mean i don't care what the sounders are wearing they should roll austin fc into this short-term break with 20 points through eight games that is roll them like a burrito (laughs) (laughs) man (laughs) oh man big shout out big shout out to the sounders though i love the sounders they're keeping us keeping us alive up here in seattle (laughs) keeping us sane yeah it's good it's 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 great to watch a team that has this much greatness 12 years in the league 12 years making the playoffs they've won two mls cups they've played in three i mean 
they are a joy to watch and yeah they're fun granted i I said this earlier that you couldn't make fun of me or lefty for not throwing out all the proper soccer terminology (laughs) but we're not soccer guys and we can talk to you this in depth about the sounders because they are so amazing to watch yes they are fun watch and we're going to continue watching them till the end of days scarves up to my grave (laughs) <laughs> to to lefty's grave yeah <laughs> it'll well, be a long time but hopefully crossing, <laughs> our, fingers. crossing yeah. our fingers it's not on wood over here i think that about wraps up this episode tonight um enjoy the sounders this saturday let's let's roll austin fc we're Go here green. for you rave green it up Let's go. Take, like, let's just uh, take names, no prisoners, <laughs> snatching bodies, whatever you want to say. Snapping necks and cashing checks. Snapping necks and cashing checks. That's right. And that's what the Seattle Sounders will be doing from now until the end of time because they're the only team to make the playoffs every single year and probably any professional sport. Suck it, everybody else. Suck All right. It. Well, thanks for joining us again. Um, For me, Coach Red and Lefty France, follow us on social media. Um, We're putting out some pretty fire content. Um, We're definitely going to be shooting out some tweets during the game this Sunday. Go ahead and follow me at the real Coach Red and at Lefty France. We're bringing the fire. You You won't do it. It's the gas. Straight gas. We've got it coming, but for for tonight and now, we are wrapped up. Stay fresh. Stay fresh, people. Peace.